Welcome to the Access Rumor Time Conversation Show. My name is Yvonne Larrier, and I am one of your hosts. My name is Georges Prosper, and I'm also one of your hosts. Hello, my name is Vanessa Kelly Ruth, and I am also host. Hi, good evening. I am Dr. Geneva Fleming, hosting all the way from South Carolina. Welcome, everyone. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for being here again today. Hey, we're excited. We're excited. We're excited. Uh, we're missing our uh, Lynn because she's not feeling well today. So we're going to give a shout her. out. Yeah, she sends her love and we're giving you a shout out, uh, Lynn. And so we're here today because we at the Access Rumor Time Conversations show want to help you become a conscious problem solver and empowered life coach. We know that we all face challenges at home, at school, work, and in our communities. These challenges from time to time can become barriers to us forming supportive and healthy relationships within ourselves or with ourselves and others. Here at the Access Room Time Conversation show, we educate and equip you with the social emotional skills necessary to become a conscious problem solver, meaning you become your own life coach. Ultimately, our goal is to help you become empowered to be the best version of yourself. And so with that, we're going to go right into the show. And this episode is about a response right? Mm -hmm. We're going to be responding to questions that we got from our listeners. And we, we appreciate all of you who listened to our first episode. We got really good feedback that people is, that is a, it's an engaging show and that they feel they can learn a lot. Mm -hmm. They enjoyed the different personalities coming together mm -hmm. to bring life to the, the topic. And our topic was the topic was New Year, New You, Post-Holiday Blues, How to Manage the Blues. How to Manage the Blues. Awesome. Awesome. What are some of the discussions that we had? Just a recap for those who didn't listen to the first episode. What are some of the points, the major points? We talked about uh, resolutions and how resolutions don't work um, because some of us, we create resolutions not as a way of transitioning our lifestyle, but it's just momentary solutions that we want to have just because we want to say, hey, let's start this new year in a new way. But then within a month, some people within a week, you're <laughs> done with the resolution because your intent was not a life change. Your intent was just to start the new year by just saying something new has to happen. Yeah. And you know, Mentally, I you know, something has to happen, but you don't have all of the energy and all of the drive to get past that mental block. All you can say is mentally, I want to do something, but not physically put in the hard work, the sweat, the blood, the tears to make sure that what you thought of is actually going to come and bear some fruit. Mm -hmm. I think Jack, Dr. Geneva, you're about to say something. I was going to add to that. You're absolutely right. And, and I think it comes when people talk about resolutions. One of the things we mentioned was, I believe people do come from a well-meaning place. New year, they feel the, the urgency or the pressure 
or maybe even just the opportunity to start something anew and afresh for themselves. But what happens is uh, they, I believe the commitment is lost because people don't have a strategy or a method to continue that goal or that thought that they have for themselves. One of the main pieces is, right. and then, and, and we talked a little bit about how perhaps the rumor time process can help in a situation like that. And to piggyback off of that, our conversation then went into SMART goals. Absolutely. Right? Yes. You know, you talk about the commitment, they don't have a plan. And Lynn introduced the whole SMART goals topic. Mm -hmm. And so for the listener, what, is, what does SMART goals stand for? We know we have smartphones and we have SMART everything mm -hmm. else. Uh -huh. What are SMART goals? Well, SMART, the S, it, it's an acronym that stands for specific. That means if you're setting goals, those goals should be specific. They should be measurable. Mm -hmm. They should also be attainable, realistic, and also timely. And so for each one of those letters in that acronym, spelling SMART, you know, there's a whole quadre of responsibilities a person might want or might need to consider when we're talking about specific. So it's not just throwing, you know, you have it's being specific. You know, Dr. Larry, I think this is a good place to even talk about <laughs> recognizing because when we talk, when we're saying being specific, what do we mean when we say that a goal should be specific? Mm -hmm. That it shouldn't be so out there, so broad, yeah, so yeah, unreachable. Right. It but an individual as... has to be aware that the goal might not be attainable, might not be measurable. So yeah. one would have to become aware and you know recognize that first. Right. That and so think the smart part of the goals yes. <laughs> needs to be recognized before we go headlong into making resolutions or any types of plans or promises or commitments. Absolutely. It has to be, one has to identify if the goal or recognize, which is the first step of the, of the rheumatoid process, one has to recognize, is this specific or is it vague? Right. I want to, you know, and Lynn talked about, I'm just going to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And you don't have, Okay, how many pounds do I want to lose? How, when do I want to lose a certain amount of pounds, yes. et cetera, et cetera. Measurable. How are you going to measure the, the weight loss? How are you going to measure the, the actual plan? Absolutely. You know, is, and we talked to George's, you remember she said something, you said, you shared your own personal experience yeah. about, tell us, remind us about, just refresh our memory. Well, I'm trying to get to the Air Force. And I know for me, as I'm trying to lose weight, I started off at 247 pounds. Mm -hmm. And I know that I had a timeline. I wanted to be around 200 pounds by this time. Mm -hmm. And so last year I said, you know what? I just need to start. Mm -hmm. I don't have a place that I'm trying to get to. I just need to start the process because I know mentally if I say, oh, I'm going to lose this amount of weight, my mind is going to get overwhelmed. My anxiety is going to kick in. And when I don't see progress, mm -hmm. I'm just going to give up. Right. So I said, I just need to start moving. Mm -hmm. So I just got on the treadmill every single day 
and I would just walk for an hour. Mm -hmm. And then I never weighed myself. Mm -hmm. And I got to the doctor and they said, you're 229. Mm -hmm. I said, what? I was 247. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, that's okay. Something's working. <laughs> so yeah. Right. So now I said, you know what? I'm going to start running. Mm -hmm. But as I started to run, I realized that my body was telling me, you're not ready to run. Mm -hmm. So my knees would start to hurt. So I was like, you know what? Let me be realistic about where I'm at. Let me recognize that this is not the place. Time process. Right, right. First, recognize no, my body's not able to handle the running right now. Exactly. So I said, when I get to 215, I'll start running. Mm -hmm. So I knew I had 14 more pounds for me to lose. So that's, that's the running. specific. That's the specific. specific. Okay. I said, I have to get to this weight, 215, and then I'll start running. Measurable. So then I say, all right. So now I went back mm -hmm. and I just kept on walking just a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. And that was attainable. Be because for me, <laughs> that that pace helped me to just realize I'm going to get to this place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then and I started so noticing. That was realistic. That's realistic. Okay. Uh -huh. So I started, well, one thing for me that helped me as well is changing up my diet. Okay. So I used to eat a lot of rice, mm. and I used to tell myself that I'm gonna lose weight, but I don't have to. I don't have to change my diet. Right. That was unrealistic. Unreal. There you go. So I said, you know what? What's realistic for me is to at least eat rice twice a week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I have to leave. So twice a week, and then I'll leave the other seven day, uh, the other five days. Right. So I went down to just two days a week mm -hmm. and I would eat just just chicken and some type of vegetable. Mm -hmm. That's it. Right. So now I'm watching all this weight fall off and mm -hmm. within three months, mm -hmm. I'm down to 215 and I was like, wait, you can run now. So timely. So you covered, mm -hmm. he covered, do you see he, he covered all? Did. And yes. so this is part of what you have to do when you, first of all, recognizing yeah. And that's the first thing. It's the first step in every every story. Uh -huh. Every story in our lives starts with being able to recognize yeah. that self-awareness piece uh -huh. and using the smart goals. Because you if you heard, if you're listening, you would hear you would have heard when Georges was sharing his story, where I was able to point out where this, the goal was specific, where it was measurable, mm -hmm. where it was attainable, time-based, realistic, and time-based. That's it. So that was our conversation at the, on our first episode. So to summarize, before we get into some of the questions that we received from our listeners, we just want to make sure you have a good foundation of what we talked about and how recognizing these smart goals, how recognizing your goals mm -hmm. and using the smart goals process mm -hmm. and using the rumor time process can help you be successful mm -hmm. in keeping those resolutions. And last session, Geneva talked about 92% of people do not keep their resolutions past the first week or the first month. First month. Mm -hmm. And so we are going to follow up now on what some of those questions were that you shared, you, you sent in, you, the listener sent in. 
and we'll be we'll be right back okay the access rheumatoid conversations podcast is brought to you by gc scored and the leadership institute and your co-host dr yvonne murray larrier dr geneva fleming vanessa kelly brew lynn prosper and george's prosper Thank you for listening. You're listening to Access Rheumatime Conversations, a bi-monthly podcast that focuses on five social-emotional problem-solving strategies to help you become a conscious problem solver and an empowered life coach. So welcome back, everyone. We hope that you learned something from the first segment, Access Rheumatime. So now we're going to go into some of the questions that we received from our listeners. And the first question that we received is, what is the rumor time process? So we think the best person to answer that is Dr. Yvonne Larrier, because she is the author of the rumor time process. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you. I'm always excited to explain what the rumor time process is. And so here is the definition for the rheumatoid process. It's very simple. And the rheumatoid process, first of all, is an acronym. It is an acronym. It stands for something. But here is the definition. The rheumatoid process is a five-step social-emotional problem-solving strategy that helps individuals move from a position of intra and interpersonal imbalance to intra and interpersonal balance and from unconscious living to conscious living okay so that's the definition of the rheumatoid process and here's what rheumatoid stands for the first r is recognizing u is understand m Manage the E express express <laughs> and the last R for reflect reflect okay so recognize understand manage express and reflect on one's thoughts interactions mindsets and emotions and <laughs> this is a process that helps everyone everywhere every time. It is the foundation of life, okay? It encompasses or it includes all the five social-emotional competencies. It teaches you how to become a conscious problem solver and gives you the, it empowers you. It empowers you to become powerful in how you live your best life. And you can do this once you understand this process. So if you can't find a therapist, if you can't find a social worker, if you can't find someone to listen to the stories that could create challenges in your life, you understand learning this rheumatoid process, this five-step problem-solving strategy is going to equip you and empower you to be your best self. So that's the rheumatoid process mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, not sure. In a nutshell. 
Dr. Yeah. Laria, yes. you mentioned something about balance earlier when you mm-hmm. first started your description of what the rheumatoid process is. It says something about balance, inter, intra. Can you break that down so you can understand that? Okay. So balance, think of a scale, right? You have a scale and you, and a, uh, this is an old fashioned scale. Okay. This is an old fashioned scale, not the, not the um, <laughs> analog scales that we have, <laughs> but an old fashioned scale that you may have, you see in a market or mm-hmm. those of you who've never been to a market. Um, oh, kind of the picture like law, you know, the picture when you, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. if you Google adjusted. law or right. Law. Right. You see a scale. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's that kind of scale. When you put something on one side that's heavier than on the other side of the scale, it goes off balance, right? It Mm -hmm. it tilts. It it goes on, you know, like a seesaw. Right. It goes like a seesaw. And so imbalance is that when there's one thing that's weighing down heavily, causing the other side to be off kilter, mm-hmm. right? And so intrapersonal imbalance is, intra means within. Oh, okay. Yes, within oneself. Mm-hmm. So like you have peace within yourself. Peace within yourself or anxiety within yourself mm-hmm. or fear within yourself or mm-hmm. sadness within yourself mm-hmm. or not feeling good about yourself, feeling, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't matter. Those All are, those things can be considered weights. Right. Those are weights that are within okay. oneself, mm-hmm. right? So that's the intrapersonal, inside one's person, mm-hmm. okay? Inside your person. So now interpersonal is around amongst people right so having imbalance in terms of relationships right so your relationships are off kilter your relationships are out of balance yeah so an example might be like my coworker. if i'm having a we're having a struggle with our communication or i rue the thought of going into the office because i know i'm going to have to confront that person that's a weight that's an interpersonal weight that really has me out of balance exactly in my my work environment exactly right and then what's an example like for a home environment right because we all live most of us live somewhere Mm -hmm. even if you're homeless Mm -hmm. right so what are some of those things that you think like maybe if you're having um, a lot of arguments at home domestic violence Mm -hmm. uh, emotional abuse yeah yeah so because it seems like as you were talking, all I just see is a house with just a lot of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Like kids are screaming. No one wants to do their part of the household um, to, to take make sure that the household is functioning properly. Mm-hmm. Um, people are just coming in and out. So there's no real set structure. And it seems like all of the chaos is make the person interpersonally just feel like they're like they don't know how to handle all of the mm-hmm. dysfunction that's within that home. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, you might even go intrapersonal. Exactly. Say, I'm not worthy exactly. of being a part of this. So the exterior is the whatever's happening around me, I can't control it. And the interior is, man, I'm not even worthy of anything good. That's why I'm receiving all this negative. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so they're all interconnected. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right? They're interconnected. So that's the inter and intra. And some of the inter, some of the interpersonal 
imbalances could also be things such as not going to bed on time, mm-hmm. not drinking enough water, mm-hmm. as simple okay. as that, mm-hmm. but as made, and it could go from simple interpersonal and interpersonal um, elements as not drinking enough water, not sleeping, which mm-hmm. causes you to get a headache, which then causes you to have, you know, these kind of antagonistic relationships mm-hmm. in the home. And then you go to work and your head is hurting mm-hmm. you. You just had an argument with your family member. You go to work and they're pissing you off at work. Mm-hmm. And then there's inter, there's inter, interpersonal imbalance at work. And then you start feeling like you said, George's, you start feeling mm-hmm. like, what is wrong with me? Right. Yeah. And when we ask that question, we're usually talking about the intrapersonal me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so you see how all the different sectors of your life are interconnected and it just keeps going. And so it creates imbalance. So then this conscious living that you're talking about. Right. So how does that fit into the equation? Okay. So that's a good question. So his question is, how does the conscious, living conscious and unconscious fit into this whole rheumatoid process? The conscious piece, unconscious and conscious piece of this definition of the rheumatoid process brings into focus being self-aware, right? Yeah. Being mindful of your life, not living your life on autopilot. Okay. Mm. Because if you live your life on autopilot, if you're not conscious, then you cannot make changes. Okay. So that's me being intentional about drinking water because I care about my health. Exactly. That's intentional about me going to sleep on time because I know I don't want to have a rough start to the day tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go to sleep early so Mm -hmm. I can make sure that I'm my best self in the morning. So that's me being intentional with every action. Intentional and conscious. Consciously. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. I guess another piece I might want to interject, I'm going back to the workplace. Mm -hmm. The thought about the workplace is Mm -hmm. that instead of just trying to push through the day, I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling headachey. I'm feeling tension in my physical body, Mm -hmm. but I need to, I need to stop. So maybe does this room and time process cause us to slow down or to stop and you know pay attention to my environment like what's happening like why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling why do I feel so tense because the 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 antagonist is you know the co-worker that I don't want to confront or don't want to see perhaps Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I'm in that same space with that individual Mm -hmm. and it's causing conflicts and triggers within myself but I'm harming myself because (laughs) I'm not addressing it I'm just trying to make it through the day exactly one of the plots in the rheumatoid or phases in the rheumatoid process is being able to understand right and understanding is first you recognize right you recognize and is you're becoming self-aware so recognizing could mean let me list the things Let me write down the things, the pros and the cons. Let me identify what these factors are that's making me upset. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Understanding is digging deeper. You're going to the why 
where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. Where was the first place that I started experiencing this? Yes. And imagine if you as a regular person, I'm not talking about people with degrees and mm -hmm. people who have insurance. I'm talking about a third grader being able to ask specific questions, learning how to do that, right? Because we started off the top of the hour saying, one of the goals is to help educate, equip, and empower. Mm -hmm. This is true. So this, this is the education piece here, right? Yeah. If you learn, and again, you could be a third grader, as long as you can read, you can ask yourself certain questions. And, and the rumor time process gives you those questions to ask yourself so that you can understand your the some details of your story mm -hmm. and the story we refer to your story in in this podcast as things that are challenging you okay. because everybody has a story absolutely we have multiple stories wrap up this part of the segment and we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back for our next portion the access rumor time conversations podcast is brought to you by GC Scored and the Leadership Institute and your co-host, Dr. Yvonne Murray-Larrier, Dr. Geneva Fleming, Vanessa Kelly-Brew, Lynn Prosper, and Georges Prosper. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Access Rumor Time Conversations a bi-monthly podcast that focuses on five social-emotional problem-solving strategies to help you become a conscious problem solver and an empowered life coach. Welcome back to the Access Room Time Process. And we are excited to be back. During our last portion, we focused on help that helps everyone, everywhere, every time. And that includes intra and intrapersonal battles. And we focused on trying to talk to anyone who is in need of any assistance, wants to um, allow themselves to recognize that they're dealing with stress. It doesn't matter whether you're a three-year-old or a 103-year-old, anything in between, whether you're educated, uneducated, to know that you can use this process to help you out in life. Because ultimately, we do want you to be the best you that you can be, not for just yourself, but for everyone who's around you. Because mm -hmm. the reality is all of us needs to be able to recognize that we're dealing with stress, understand where the stress is coming from, learn how to manage it properly, learn how to express it in a coherent and fashionable manner, and reflect on the lessons that we learned as we went through the process. Yeah. Because our time, and which is another acronym within the Roman time process, means our thoughts, interactions, mindsets, and emotions. We want to make sure that we get those things aligned properly. So that was for our second segment. Yeah. But right now, we will have a question from an individual, um, an African-American individual. Well, now, we always try to make sure that we de-identify every person who asks a question because we don't want to send off any flags and we don't want anyone to feel like we're picking on them. So we tell them that we're going to use the de-identified ways to characterize them. So the only thing that we are able to share is this is a person that is African-American. And the person asks this question. I don't have a therapist to go to. I don't go to church. I don't have a pastor. 
and I don't have anyone to talk to because I don't want my friends to judge me. So how can I use a ruin time process to help me deal with the daily stresses of life that I'm currently dealing with? Good question. Good question. Very good question. And like we said earlier in our earlier segment, segment number two, I think, mm -hmm. the rheumatoid process is a five-step process. Mm -hmm. And it helps individuals recognize or, and understand, and we're going to focus on the recognizing and understanding today. Recognize and understand their thoughts, their interactions, mindsets, and their emotions as it relates to whatever your story is. Now, the listener didn't give us information on what their story is, mm -hmm. but the good thing about the rheumatoid process is that you can use the rheumatoid process every time, everywhere, anywhere, mm -hmm. and anyone, okay? That is the scalability or the, the comprehensiveness, I should say, yeah. of what the, how the rheumatoid process works. And so this person has this story. Mm -hmm. and they want to know how the rheumatoid can help them. So first of all, you want to recognize or list, right? Recognizing is just becoming aware. You becoming aware of your thoughts regarding your story. Are you having a lot of positive thoughts about this situation? Are you having a lot of negative thoughts about the situation? You want to list it right so that's when it is important to get the rumor time guided activity journal because it helps you it gives you space in that in that journal mm -hmm. to list to recognize your positive mm -hmm. thinking and your negative thinking thinking that is going to help you move forward and thinking that's going to hold you back Right, and that's part of the whole conscious, being conscious as well. You want to list those things, as as a, and you can do that. Mm -hmm. you, any one of us can do that. You can write it down, and you it doesn't have to be a complete sentence. The words don't have to be spelled correctly. You just sound it out, write it out. What are you thinking? What are your thoughts are? And I tell people thoughts are like pictures in your head, or Think of um, having a movie going on in your head. Mm -hmm. Those are what thoughts are, right? Because a lot of times, I don't know if you notice, but a lot of times when you ask people, what are you thinking? The first thing that people start telling you is what they're feeling. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's true. Because we don't, it's very difficult for us to make. So when you ask people, how, what are your thoughts about something? What are you thinking? People their first response is to tell you what they're feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I was saying, one way to help people answer the question that you're asking and to help you, the listener, answer your own question is to think about thoughts as a picture in your head or a movie in your head. It's an idea. It's something that whatever is in your head, right, it's, it's a thought. Mm -hmm. So ask yourself the question, what's, which thoughts are most, I think of most, are they positive or are they negative? Are they helpful or are they harmful? Then you want to start looking at how is this allowing me to behave, mm -hmm. right? Which is the interactions, right? 
And so that's, again, we're recognizing your thoughts. Now we're recognizing your interactions. This is how we're answering your question about how can the rumor time process help me help myself? Yeah. Cause I think the one thing is within African-American community and I can even say just African-American within communities out there, a lot of people just don't want to be labeled as mm -hmm. something that I want to be labeled as crazy. They don't want to be labeled as nuts. They want to be labeled as not being coherent or not being able to articulate their feelings the right way. Because the reality is sometimes you know how you feel, but you can't describe it. You just know you don't feel right. Mm -hmm. Something feels wrong. Like when you feel like you want to um, hurt somebody, but you don't know exactly why you're so angry. Mm -hmm. And then for, for myself being a therapist, sometimes I would take months sitting down with a person. And when I sit down to talk about their history, from childhood, mm -hmm. then they figure out, oh my gosh, I have a lot of bent up anger mm -hmm. towards this person who abused me, this person who hurt me, this person who neglected me. Mm -hmm. And then they're able to identify that's where all of this anger is coming from. Mm -hmm. And then once they've rooted that out, mm -hmm. then a person is able to process their anger a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And now the anger is not at a 10, mm -hmm. but it might be at a two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I see a person like this who's just like, I don't know who to go talk to because a lot, to be honest, a lot of people don't have money to go get a therapist. Yeah, so the room time process would be perfect because now you have a time to process things at home and you have this journal mm -hmm. to let all of those things out of your brain and let them lay on a paper. So you can look at it sometimes and be like, these are my actual thoughts. Yeah. And these are the actual thoughts and I can get relief, right? The power is now within me mm -hmm. to bring this out, to live right. consciously, to solve my own problems, to be my own life coach. Mm -hmm. So the statistics, we were talking about the statistics. The World Health Organization and the Centers for Disease Control have stated that some other global mental health organizations have stated that for every 100,000 people globally, mm -hmm there's less than one mental health practitioner. So this is why this rheumatoid process is so critical mm -hmm. discipline in the public health arena. They call this process of putting in the hands of lay people, regular people, it puts, they call this process task sharing, where they equip they educate and equip regular lay people mm -hmm. to, to do this work because there are not enough people trained, not enough practitioners, mm -hmm. mental health practitioners or health mm -hmm. educators. That's why you've heard, I'm sure you've heard about community health workers. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. That yes. is the concept. That's a, that's a public health concept. Okay. And so what I'm, what I'm trying to do is create rheumatoid prevention intervention coaches ah, okay mm -hmm. similar to the public health community health workers so that these people the the rheumatoid prevention intervention mm -hmm. coaches can provide similar support to regular people mm -hmm. and regular people having the power to heal themselves yeah. i love that i love that one of the things that you said earlier mm -hmm. is about 
helping people to become their own life coach mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that they can become the best versions of themselves mm -hmm. that they can be. Mm -hmm. And one of the quotes that I have, and I usually write a lot of quotes and I have them like posted all around my house in different places. And mm -hmm. one of the quotes that I have is all that I need is already within me. Absolutely. And so this rumor time process mm -hmm. helps everyone mm -hmm. understand that what they need mm -hmm. in order to become the best version of themselves mm -hmm. they already have they have themselves it. and this process helps them mm -hmm. to be able to use those exactly. tools that they already have exactly absolutely mm -hmm. you said it perfectly yeah. and so for our listener mm -hmm. who asked the question about i don't have a counselor i don't mm -hmm. have a therapist i don't have a pastor i don't have a community you this rumor time process mm -hmm. continue listening to our show and we will help you to understand we'll educate you equip you and empower you for those who are struggling with serious mental health issues how do you think the rumor time process might help those individuals okay so the research suggests mm -hmm. in order to have the best prognosis or the best outcome for any type of mental health and, you know, I, I have different ideas on that. Okay. But the research supports having a dual approach mm -hmm. or dual intervention. Okay. Exactly. Medication. Go ahead. Uh -huh. Medication, Medication and, and behavioral yeah. intervention. Okay. So if I'm hearing you correctly, I'm hearing you saying that you can still use the room time process mm -hmm. and go see a psychiatrist and get the medication that you need mm -hmm. to con continue to live forward. But at the same time, use the human time process to help you process some of the feelings that you're feeling while you're dealing with all of this. Suffice it to say that we can, and I encourage everyone to use the room time process and it does not, this is not a process just for people who have some type of medical, mental illness diagnosis. I want, I want people to get that clear. Mm -hmm. This is not process that is relegated to having a diagnosis. This is a process for everyone to use mm -hmm. at any time. Okay. The reason I'm, I'm stressing that is because there's a saying that I've coined, and that is, as air is to life, so are social-emotional competencies to relationships. Mm -hmm. We're all in, okay. in, in relationship with ourselves and with others. You do not have to be mentally ill to need the skills that the rumor time process teaches you. Mm -hmm. You just have to be alive and in relationship. <laughs> Absolutely. One of the things you said earlier, right. Dr. Laria, when you were describing the rheumatoid process, you mentioned a prevention and intervention strategy. It's a five-step prevention mm -hmm. and intervention strategy. And so perhaps as one becomes familiar with the rheumatoid process and begins to utilize it, it potentially can prevent some of, can prevent um, our situations from growing into a worse situation. It could That's potentially right. prevent one from having the need for a professional therapist or physician mm -hmm. or medication. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. 
because problems start unless it's a, a chemical imbalance mm -hmm. most of our problems the research is showing uh, many neuropsychologists cognitive psychologists and those who are studying brain development and they are coming to the conclusion that 95 to 97% of all illnesses physical and mental outside of the genetic DNA realm. Mm. So it's social, emotional, lifestyle. Mm. 95 to 97%. Wow. That's a large percentage. It is. Yeah. Prior to this new, this new set of research being explored and, and coming into the public domain in a more usable fashion, mm -hmm where it's, it's scalable and relatable. Okay. The research prior talked about most of these issues, most of our illnesses, physical as well as mental, were genetic. Mm -hmm. And so you would hear people saying, mm -hmm. yeah. it's hereditary, you know, my mother suffered from depression, mm -hmm. so I suffered, or my mother had diab diabetes, so mm -hmm. I had, and the research is showing that that is not the case. Mm -hmm. 95 to 97% of these illnesses, lifestyle. And so we'll just take a break right now and um, we'll return with our last segment. The Access Rheumatime Conversations podcast is brought to you by GC Scored and the Leadership Institute and your co-host, Dr. Yvonne Murray Larrier, Dr. Geneva Fleming, Vanessa Kelly-Brew, Lynn Prosper, and Georges Prosper. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Access Rheumatime Conversations, a bi-monthly podcast that focuses on five social-emotional problem-solving strategies to help you become a conscious problem-solver and an empowered life coach. Welcome back everyone. So we've been having some really great conversation about the rumor time process and how this can work for anyone, everyone, everywhere, every time. And so that is what the rumor time process is. Every time is rumor time. Every time is rumor time. That's right, Vanessa. Right. Keep going. Keep so going. Um, we have our last question. And this comes from someone who says, I am really bad at setting goals. And I imagine a lot of people would have that same story. There you right? go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I am really bad at setting goals. I procrastinate a lot. Mm, How can the rumor time process help me? Wow. Yeah, again, you know, at the top of the hour, we started off talking about smart goals. We yes. were in our, in our review of the first episode. And our second segment, we then talked about the definition of the rheumatoid process. Mm -hmm. Our third segment, segment mm -hmm. we then answered another question. Mm -hmm. And that question had to do with, again, also... How could the rheumatoid help me? Mm -hmm. This was an African American female. How could person? A person, yeah, <laughs> person. How can the rheumatoid process help me with 
when I don't have any support systems, right? right? And so this person is asking a very similar question. Mm -hmm. How can the time process help me set goals? Set goals. Okay. So again, first, or maybe follow through on goals, on goals because they yeah they have problems setting them because they procrastinate. The date. Yes. Okay. So first, you have to recognize, mm -hmm. right? So you you've done some recognizing because you're able to say that you have a problems um, following through, mm -hmm. which is the procrastination piece, mm -hmm. right? So you. You've done one thing already, which is a positive thing. You've recognized mm -hmm. that you have a problem following through in a timely fashion. Mm -hmm. So then that's your story, okay? That is your story. That's one of your stories. And so we're going to focus on that one part of your story. Then now you want to say, what else can I recognize about that story? What are the thoughts, what are my interactions, what are my mindsets and my emotions as it relates to my story of procrastination? Mm -hmm. Because now that has become, you've recognized that procrastination is a barrier to you following through mm -hmm. on your goals or being successful mm -hmm. in accomplishing your goals. So your story is one of procrastination you recognize that let's recognize what are your positive or and negative thoughts as it relates to procrastination mm -hmm. because remember your story is the story of procrastination mm -hmm. that's what mm -hmm. you're focusing on now you've recognized your story your piece of the story that is really important and that is the procrastination. That is the thing that is causing you to not move to the next phase, to not accomplish your goals. So you isolated it. And now you're going to look at your thoughts, positive and negative, helpful or harmful as it relates to procrastination. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to go to your interactions. How do you behave? What are some of the things that you do that are positive or negative, helpful or harmful mm -hmm. as it relates to your story, which is procrastination. Mm -hmm. So what are you, how are you behaving, right? So, okay, you're procrastinating. What does that look like? In action. In action. Yeah. Avoidance. Okay, what so is, that's one of the behaviors. The, right. One of the behaviors is avoiding. Mm -hmm. And so is that a positive thing or a negative thing? What are some other behaviors? Okay. That inaction portion, because I think that's major. I mean, I have a quote here from Debash Mirda, who says that the breeding ground of fear is procrastination and inaction. We overcome them by not, we overcome them not by preparation, but by taking action. Right. So the action. So we go back to, so you, you, on one hand, you avoid. So that's a, that's a, not, that's not a helpful thing. It's not helpful because you're looking at helpful and harmful behaviors now. You're looking at helpful and harmful interactions. All right. We just looked at helpful and harmful thoughts or mm -hmm. patterns of thinking, pictures in your head, movies in your head. So we're looking at helpful or harmful interactions or actions. Mm -hmm. And we said avoidance is one. 
And so that goes in the column where there is, it's not helpful, mm -hmm. right? right? Harmful. And then you look for helpful because it, even as a procrastinator, you can find some helpfulness even in that story. Mm -hmm. Maybe one of the times that you procrastinated, it kind of helped you avoid something that could have been detrimental, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so you want to look at both of those because the reason is there is something that is, is reinforcing this need or this behavior of procrastination. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so as you, as you kind of, um, you know, dig through and dig deep mm -hmm. with your story of procrastination, you may be surprised to realize, you know, when I procrastinate, even though that is not a helpful situation, but when I procrastinate, it, I seem to be able to avoid problems. Mm -hmm. I seem to be able to avoid conflict. And if you're not conscious and if you don't dig deep, if you don't go to the next level of understanding, you would not realize that I am benefiting from procrastinating. So it could be like a way of starting a coping mechanism without even realizing that's what you're doing. Exactly. Because you're living what? Unconsciously. Okay. And so, uh, right? I see what you did. Yes. Right. <laughs> right there. You see what I'm saying? Yes, yes. So you looked at your thoughts, right? You, your thoughts regarding your procrastination story. You, know, you looked at your interactions mm -hmm. regarding your procrastination mm -hmm. story. Now you're going to look at your mindsets mm -hmm. regarding your procrastination story. And your mindsets are your attitudes toward it, mm -hmm. your beliefs about it. What are your beliefs about procrastination? What is your attitude about it? Oh, that is so powerful, Dr. Larry, because, you know, I'm seeing so colorfully, if that's a word, <laughs> the real time process applied to that situation. You know, earlier in one of the, one of the earlier segments, you were doing an excellent job of describing the rheumatoid process and what does it mean to become aware? What does it mean to recognize? What does it mean mm -hmm. to understand? So there's some questions, yeah, that uh, that one needs to ask themselves to get deeper. You talk about digging deeper, but asking those questions about, you know, why these, why is this happening? When you mentioned the piece about belief, that's pretty deep because one I would encourage a, a person to dig deep as to why they believe the way they do. You know, mm -hmm. this individual may have been raised to believe that procrastination is a bad word. It's a bad right. thing. Right. <laughs> right. Know, but then we have to go through a transactional analysis to say, well, maybe it was bad, you know, at one point in time in my life, but at this stage in the game, you know, you have to, we have to ask some very uh, deep questions of ourselves to bring understanding to the whole mm -hmm. business of procrastination. Mm -hmm. you know, is it really all bad, 100% bad, or mm -hmm. are there potentially some benefits to it? Exactly. But, but you have to go through that, that whole process of recognizing and understanding and then getting to the place of managing mm -hmm. uh, that so, story. Yeah. So, before we go any further, um, did you mention where a person could get that journal? Because you made reference to the journal. 
where can one um, obtain a copy of that guided activity journal? So I'd, I'd like to ask a question and maybe Dr. Larrier will be able to then use that as a segue to talk about the journal. Mm-hmm. And so the question that I have is for someone who is using this rumor time process, you mentioned asking questions and digging deep. Mm-hmm. So what if they get stuck? Hmm. What if they don't know the questions to ask themselves or, right. or to try to figure out, you know, why? Good you question. Know? Yeah. And so, and so that's, thank you for that nice lead. <laughs> because you were right. Good that segue. Does, that does segue right into how the journal is set up. The journal gives, and this is why this is this process, I love it. Not because I created it, but because... <laughs> No, it's, it's really powerful because it puts the power back into the hands of you, the listener and the regular person. Mm-hmm. It really does. So this journal has for every segment of the, the rumor time process, for every step, or we call it every plot, mm-hmm. every plot and every row, there are questions that you get to ask yourself. So the questions that a therapist would have asked you or a social worker would have asked you, they're in here. And that's why it's a guided activity Mm -hmm. journal because the questions are here to guide you through the process Mm -hmm. so that if you get stuck, the the questions are here to get you unstuck and you can move to the next phase. That is how this works. And so, for example... We're talking about managing, understanding your mindset. Here's one of the questions. What do you think about people with this story, mm-hmm. right? That's one of the questions under mindset. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about, what do you think about people who procrastinate? Mm-hmm. Because then, because we all are very judgmental. Mm-hmm. Nation, you don't even realize time has um, surpassed, mm-hmm. and you thought you've been sitting there thinking about this for five minutes, and you t- you look up, it's been a half an hour. An yeah. hour has passed. Mm-hmm. And you know what's for me? I've noticed that some people have told me who deal with depression mm-hmm. that you don't realize how time flies by when you're depressed. Mm-hmm. When you think about nothing, mm-hmm. time flies by. You blink, and four hours has passed by. <laughs> but with that said. We could wrap up our discussion. Mm-hmm. and uh... Yeah, so we've talked about quite a few things tonight. We've talked about what the rumor time process is, how one can use the rumor time process. We talked about the fact that this rumor time process is for everyone, everywhere, every time. And Dr. Larrier has gone through the steps of the rumor time process mm-hmm. to help you, the listener, understand how you can use the rumor time process in your home and how the rumor time journal, guided activity journal, is able to help you move through this process. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I definitely like about that is the fact that it is non-threatening, right? right? This is something that you can do for yourself mm-hmm. in your home. Right. Yes. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a perfect summary. And I don't know if anybody else has anything to add as we close. 
I think we had a wonderful discussion today, and I think we got to some real pointed issues in terms of cultural sensitivity and barriers within our communities mm -hmm. that force us not to be able to handle our truth, which is our experiences, mm -hmm. um, whether good, bad, or ugly, they're our experiences, and labels sometimes stop us from getting the help that mm -hmm. we need. Mm -hmm. And I think it's time for us to take away those labels and start talking about the reality, what's in the going on in our neighborhoods. Sure. Next month, our podcasts are going to focus on relationships, right? right? Ladies and gentlemen, right. relationships. I'm excited. I'm excited too. <laughs> and we look forward, we're, we're having podcasts twice a, twice a month. And look for it on four different podcast channels now. And subscribe, like us, and friend us, friend us do all these wonderful things. And, and remember, leave and leave some comments. Exactly. Leave some comments. And remember, the Access Rumor Time Conversation Show helps you to become a conscious problem solver and an empowered life coach. We're signing off now. Peace. Peace. Deuces. <laughs> you have been listening to the Access Rheumatide Conversations podcast, where the time is always rheumatide, where we equip you to solve your problems one rumor at a time, where we educate you to transform your stories one rumor at a time, and where we empower you to become your own life coach one rumor at a time. Thank you for listening and see you next time.